0: This is StoryCorps Oklahoma. I'm Jenny Heinrichs. Becoming a career police officer wasn't the life Jack Powell dreamed about when he moved to Oklahoma City from rural Wannett. But eventually, that's exactly what he did. When he came to the StoryCorps mobile booth in Oklahoma City, he told his daughter Chandra about entering the force in the 1960s and the only time he fired his service weapon. Well, I wanted to ask you,
1: one of the things I wanted to talk about was just your career as a police officer, because I know that was 30 years of your life. That was, now, looking back, that was kind of a small part of your life, but at the time that was a big chunk of who you were and, and what you did. What made you decide to become a police officer?
2: Well, really, I was uh, I was doing a little bartending downtown in Oklahoma City, in uh, part-time, and and I got to know a few policemen, and and uh, plus I was doing, while well, I was bartending there, I was doing a little bouncing, you know. It kind of like police work in the bar. <laughs> Keeping <laughs> out the riffraff. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, uh, I went up there one time and took the test, and when they give the test, all of a sudden the guy just, When you get through giving a test, he just comes around and starts throwing job job applications in front of everybody, and he threw one in front of me. (laughs) I took it home and filled it out. (laughs) And about a month later, uh, they approved me, and two weeks later, I I was uh, down there doing the thing.
1: Yeah. I know you've told me that you shot your firearm one time Mm -hmm. in all the time that you were Mm -hmm. in your service. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Were you scared?
2: Well, not not really. I just was driving by a uh, convenience store at midnight and saw a guy standing at the counter with his shirt pulled up side as I was going down the street. The side of his head, and I made a U and pulled in there, and and he was coming out the door, and I kept watching him as he coming out the door and watching the clerk, and I didn't get any. Uh, indication anything was going on I didn't see a gun or anything you know and finally I stepped out to talk to him and, and about that time the clerk run to the door and, and as the guy took off running to the north there and the clerk said my money my money he mm-hmm. didn't say robbery and I fired one shot at him and missed and, <laughs> and I ran out uh, to the street north of there and he was running up across some yards and, I wouldn't shoot at him going across them yards, so I didn't know where the bullet would go. So <clears throat> they caught him over about three blocks away, hiding in the alley. And uh, I, I still remember that an hour later I went over there and couldn't actually identify him. Mm. So that's why I, there can be mistaken identities out there. But I couldn't, I gave the wrong description on his shoes and pants and everything he's wearing, you know, because you. You're watching his eyes and his hands, and you don't really see what's going on, you know.
1: Mostly, yeah, it's the heat of the moment you're focused on. Yeah, yeah,
2: you don't watch his clothes, see what kind of clothes, you know. Yeah. I still remember they uh, they got him to plead guilty and gave him five years, and four years later they uh, called me from Lawton and said that he'd got out, he'd done his time, and he'd went down to Lawton and robbed the Dairy Queen, they wanted me to come down there and identify him. I said, well, I couldn't identify him, in Oklahoma City four <laughs> years ago. Why did I need to come down there?
0: <laughs> to see pictures and hear more stories from the StoryCorps mobile booth stop in Oklahoma City, go to KOSU.org. And you can subscribe to the StoryCorps Oklahoma podcast on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.